Welcome to the Reach Effect Achieve podcast. My name is Devin Emig, and I have been working as a color guard tech, designer, instructor, and consultant for over a decade. I work with low-income or no-income school systems who are in the beginning phases of their Winter Guard programs and help them get their foot in the door and their name on the map. I am passionate about Color Guard as an opportunity to reach out to youth, affect positive change in their lives, and push them to achieve more than they ever thought possible. This is Reach, Effect, Achieve. Competition season is starting. It is WGI opening weekend, and I am so excited to finally see everybody's shows. I hope that you are getting ready for your weekend by getting all of your to dos in order, making your itinerary, and printing it out on cute, colorful paper for all of your kiddos because it's sure to be a wonderful weekend. I am always super excited about this time of year and getting to finally see what everybody's been working on and getting to show everybody what my teams have been working on. But at the same time, it is a little bit overwhelming, right? You have this whole season ahead of you and I'm sure some of you are just sitting here thinking like, okay, I don't even know how to make it through the first competition day. Like I haven't done this in a while, even if it's only been a season or maybe you haven't done this in 10 years and you're like, oh my goodness, what am I not thinking of? What, what am I forgetting? Someone give me like a handout with all of the items. Like, you know how they have those checklists, like the things you need from the grocery store and it has it all in these nice little labeled categories and it's like, yep, I need milk. And yes, oh, actually I do need toilet paper. Thank you for reminding me list right? That would be so helpful if they made one of those for Winter Guard. Well, good news. I don't have one of those lists, but I am going to give you five tips from my experience doing Winter Guard and going to Winter Guard shows um, to help you out on your first weekend of competition. So let's get started. Number one, know where you're going. You need to get a site map and you need to print it and label it. All right. Um, and these are the places that you absolutely must have labeled on your site map. So you're going to go, you're going to print out a, a copy of the school map. Uh, hopefully your circuit is as wonderful as mine is and has this on the, their website for you in your contest packet. But if it doesn't try contacting the school and see if you can get one. Hopefully you've got it though. So you're going to print that out and you're going to label a unit check-in. You want to know when you arrive, what door you're going to, what part of the school you're going to, because the worst thing that can happen is that you go and you park your bus and then you have to hike for like three miles just to get checked in. And then you have to keep going to get to staging right? Like that's just, that's miserable. You're tired. Your legs are cramped. You've been on a bus for seven hours. That's not what you want to do. So label unit check-in and make sure that you know how to get to that part of the building. The second thing, item B, you want to label your floor and equipment drop-off point. If they have it on the map, if they have a spot marked that says equipment drop-off or floor drop-off or staging, highlight it because you can send your bus or your trailer or whatever around to that point after your students have gotten off and gone to staging and then you can leave your roadies or your parents or whoever behind and have them take that right up to the door. So make sure that you know where that is and 
that you have a copy of the map with that door labeled to give to your equipment or whatever bus driver, whoever's got your equipment, whoever's got your floor, make sure they have a copy of the map and that this point is labeled. All right, point C, you're going to want to label your staging area. Now you may not know exactly where staging is or where you're going to be until you get there. That's not always on the map. But once you get there and they've shown you where staging is, go ahead and mark it. That way you have a better idea in your head when you're telling kids where to meet you and, and when to meet you, you have a little bit better idea of how long it's actually going to take them to go from point A to point B. D, you want to label your warm-up area. So wherever your first body warm-up location is, go ahead and mark that sucker pink highlighter right there. Then also when you have your staging location mapped out, you can be thinking about how long it's going to take you to get from staging to warm up. See where I'm going with this? It's very exciting. E that should be labeled on your map is where you enter the floor. Both the performers and floor and props because it may not be the same. There are definitely arenas that I've been to where your floor comes in from a different point than your performers. Make sure that you know all of that and make sure you know which way you're exiting. I say this because you need to practice how you enter and exit this floor. This is seriously like one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received is that for your practices that week before a competition, you should fold your floor and unfold your floor the way it's set for competition. So let's say you have two practices Tuesday and Thursday night or Monday and Thursday night. On Monday, you're going to undo your floor from however it's done. And then at the end of the night, you're going to practice folding that floor up the way that you're going to exit the floor on Saturday. And then when you have your next practice on Thursday, you're going to open that floor the way that it's going to be opened when you go to that competition on Saturday. And then you're going to close it the way that it's going to be closed when you go to that competition on Saturday. And guess what? That means it will be ready for you to open when you walk on the floor for competition. It's like this amazing strategy. And I just, it's one of those things where someone had to tell it to me. This is not something that I came up with, but I was like, oh, that would be really, really smart. And it seriously is a huge game changer. It makes your girls more confident or your kids more confident because they know what they're doing. They know where they're coming in from. They know where the judges are. They're oriented to the space before you get in the space. So take the opportunity to do that at the beginning of the week and do it all week long. All right. So that whole thing, mapping out your day, mapping out those key places, that is number one on the list. You want to know where you're going. Number two, walk your route. So when you arrive and you do unit check-in, walk the path that you're going to take. All right. I always start with a sound check. I go in, I find the arena and I do my sound check and I listen and get a feel for how the sound reverberates. Like if they'll let me, I go out to the center of the floor and I listen to how the sound is bouncing back so that I can give that feedback to my team before they get into the arena. I also try to get a guesstimate of the amount of people that are there. It's sometimes it's hard to get a feel, especially if you're there at the very beginning. But you know, if you are there at the very beginning and you have a cadet group and it's empty and it's echoey, 
tell your kids that because the last thing that you want is for them to walk out onto that stage and there's no one there and there's no one clapping and they are terrified. So do your sound check. Then from there, you want to walk your path. Okay, so you want to go find at least sort of where the staging area is. You want to go from there to your quiet space. I'll talk about that in a minute. And then you, but you want to find a quiet space in between staging and warm up where you can have your girls be separated for a minute. So be thinking about that when you walk from staging to equipment or to uh, body warm up. And again, I'll come back to that. Then from a from body to equipment and from equipment down to the ready. And they will usually let you walk it, but if they don't, they at least will explain to you, you know, you go in this door, you go through here and you go back out this way. But make sure that you know where you're going so that when you take your kids through this, you already know and it's not you're not having to take time to figure out which way we're going and you're not giving them contradictory directions about, oh no, actually you pick up your stuff and exit to the left, not to the right. It's just gonna give a better vibe and give a better feel if you can confidently tell them what door they're coming in, where they're gonna set their stuff, and then at the end of your warm-up time, you say, all right, pick up all of your equipment and we're going to that door right there. If you already know that and you're not relying on the people at the doors at the event to tell you where to go, you're going to feel better and your team is going to be at ease because they're going to recognize and know that you're there, you're taking care of them and you know what's going on. Real quick, I want to tell you guys that if you are loving this podcast and you're like, yes, I just need to write down everything this girl is saying, you're not alone. Okay, you may be alone, but if you hop on over to my website, www.atondrellc, that's A-T-T-E-I-N-D-R-E-L-L-C.com, sign up for my email list. You will get a reminder that this podcast is coming and you will get awesome tidbits from me that you can use right now to plan your winter guard season. How great does that sound? One more time, it's www.attendrellc.com and it is all free. All right, number three, utilize your chaperones. You are not the mama. Do not, do not do your girl's hair and makeup. All right, my first year doing a, a guard, I was so excited and I we had we had a cadet show and we had these cute little pigtails that they were all wearing and they all had freckles painted on their faces and they all had matching hair bows in their hair and i thought to myself you know what would be adorable what would be adorable and what would be such a, a wonderful bonding moment and a great gesture for me would be if i tied bows in every single person's hair so we get to our competition and I am nervous and I've, you know, I've made my little map and I've walked my little route and I'm just, I'm just a nervous bundle of nerves and I am thinking about how there's nobody in the audience and how the girls are going to totally freak out and I'm trying to remember if I did everything that I needed to do and if my floor is turned the right way and what if it slid off the cart and where, where did the props end up and all of these things and then I had to go and I had to do these bows in these girls' hair. So I had cut all of the ribbon to be the exact same length. And I was like, this is going to be perfect. It's going to work out great. No, that's not how it works. Like some people have really, really thick hair. Some people have really, really stringy hair. 
Some people have really, really short hair and the bow like takes over their entire head. Some people have really long hair and you can bear and really thick hair and you can barely see the bow. And it was just, it was so frustrating. And then making every single bow. I'm not a, I'm not a Pinterest person. I don't like tying bows. This is not a good idea for me. Why did I think that this was a good idea for me? I can't even tie my shoelaces to match, to, to be symmetrical. Why did I think I could tie 16 sets of pigtail bows to be symmetrical? It was awful. And I was so, by the end of it, by the time I got done with every single person, I was almost in tears from trying to make all of these bows look exactly the same. And it just, it was awful. So learn from my mistakes. There are mamas. And if, you know, if you've got two, if you're lucky enough to have two groups, there are older kids and even the girls themselves, they can do each other's hair and makeup. And it's a great bonding opportunity for them. So let them have that and just free yourself from the trauma that is trying to make everything perfect yourself because there are so many other things that you have to worry about as the person in charge on that trip than whether everyone's bows are symmetrical in their hair. All right, so that is, that's my little sob story and my pro tip for you. Utilize your chaperones and don't be everybody's mama. Number four, always plan more time than needed. Think about the last time that your girls ate. Are you going to need to eat when you get there? The line is going to be long. If you need to eat when you get there, the line is going to be long. If you need to do hair and makeup when you get there, there is only going to be one outlet in the entire school hallway and there are going to be 60 girls trying to share that one outlet. Just trust me, it's going to happen. So you want to get there early so that you have plenty of time, A, to claim your space, and B, so that all of those things that happen to where it takes twice as long to get food or get hair and makeup done or whatever it is, it's it's going to take way more time than you think it's going to because there are way less resources than you realize there will be. Because when you're sharing a space, when you're sharing a food concession stand or when you're sharing three outlets on a hallway with 15 performing groups plus or you know 60 performing groups however big your circuit is plus all of the spectators it's a hot mess these are schools they are not salons they're not normally equipped to handle all of the primping and pageantry that goes into these show days so plan extra time so that your girls and guys aren't feeling rushed and stressed trying to get themselves looking fabulous because the last thing you want is to be getting ready to go into warm-up and some person is worried about their hair not being curled or their makeup not being done right or whatever it is. That's not where the focus needs to be. Number five, find a quiet space. I told you we were going to come back to this. So I want you to find a quiet space on campus that is not your staging area. Ideally, it will be somewhere in between staging and warm-up, but wherever it is, find it. And I want you to leave for warm-up at least 20 minutes early to go to this quiet space. And when you go there, you take no parents, 
You take no personal items. You don't even take your flag bags. You take your show equipment and your girls who already have their hair and makeup and costumes completely done. And I want you to go to this quiet space and I want you to be quiet. I want you to take the time to do something that's going to relax them and put them into the mindset that you want them to be in during practices and performances. And I want you to tell them that. I want you to say, this is why we're here. This is what we're doing. This is what we're focusing on right now. Everybody forget about girlfriends, boyfriends, he said, she said, mama, all of that is gone. And I want you to take five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is to focus on your performance for the next 10 minutes. I had an instructor when I was in high school that would do this with us and she would bring a bag of grapes to every performance. I remember that. I remember that every performance we would all sit in our warm-up block except scrunched in and we would listen to the show music and we would eat grapes. That was our thing and we did it every week. I had another instructor that had us all sit in a circle. She would have us do our warm-up stretch and play our warm-up stretch music that we used at every practice. And we would do our, just our body warm-up stretch and we wouldn't do the part where we sat on the floor because, you know, costumes. But it got us focused because that was how she got our attention at the start of every practice. And so that was how she got our attention at the start of competition. So it's up to you. It's however you want to message this to your team, but I encourage you to do something that takes them away from everything else that they're dealing with, all of the outside stressors, and and takes them to a place where they can think about their show and to do this right before you walk to body warm-up so that when you stand up from this space, when you get up to go you're already in performance mode and you you walk to body warm-up as a group thinking about your show and you're unified and you're already in the zone and ready to go trust me it is a huge advantage for your girls to have have that opportunity right before warm-up to get focused and it just it makes a huge difference on their performance quality. It makes a huge difference for your warm up to have them already focused and that way you're not trying to get their attention during the 7 8 9 11 minutes that you have in the warm up room because you've already gotten it. So those are my 5 tips. So know where you're going, walk your route, utilize your chaperones and don't be the mama Always plan more time than needed and find a quiet space to connect before your show. Obviously, this is not a comprehensive list. There's about a million things that you need to be thinking about when you go to these shows, but hopefully these are just a few things that you may not have thought about that will help you and your team get focused and get through your day smoothly and successfully and sort of help get out the bumps that you may run into along the way. So like I said, this is my favorite time of year. I love seeing everyone's concepts and I am super excited to see all of the shows coming from all of my listeners. 
in the coming weeks. If you haven't yet, hop on over to my website at www.attendrellc.com. Sign up for the email list. You will get an email from me in your inbox. You can also find me on social media at Atandra on Facebook or on Instagram at reach.effect.achieve. That's effect with an A. I'm so excited, guys, that you have chosen to dedicate your time to creating a great program for your students. I look forward to seeing you take the floor in competition.